A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, beautiful signers. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into this week's episode, we have some five-star reviews to read. Yay. Cue fireworks, air horn, uh, celebratory sound effect of your choice here. Uh, If you are not aware, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on air. Um, Why should you do that? Well, it helps us rank on iTunes. It helps new people find us. It's also a great way to give us some feedback on the episodes. We love hearing um, what you're liking, what you're not liking, what you would like to see more of. This is a great way to ask a question, promo your your artistic projects. Uh, So leave us a five-star review. We will read it. Also, it makes us feel good and we appreciate that. So without further ado, here is our first review. This comes to us via Na Nayarkai. <laughs> Forgive me if I butchered that. Uh, review is titled Lindsay Lohan Astrology. Hi there. My name is Lola and I'm an avid listener. I have a grand trine in earth as my big three, sun in Capricorn, moon in Taurus, rising in Virgo with a fifth house stellium, mostly in Capricorn. I hope you're still reading five-star reviews because I'd like to use this to request an episode on Lindsay Lohan's birth chart, please. Also, where's the best place to submit requests and suggestions since I've just used my only guaranteed chance. (laughs) I appreciate your content and hope you're having a spooky Scorpio season. that tells you where we're at calendar wise. Uh, thank you so much, Lola. Also interesting. Lola asking about Lindsay Lohan. Not, I mean, seems, yeah. Is this, is it her? Are you, are you, you, is it Lilo? Yeah. Is it Lilo? Are you, uh, reverse cancer? Like, is this earth earth Lohan? Okay. 
Um, thank you so much, Lola. We are still reading them. As you can hear, we're reading them now. We just are, you know, a little behind, but this, as we mentioned, this is a great place to, to drop questions and suggestions. We also do have a, uh, I mean, you can email us always, uh, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Um, we also I would have Patreon and not yeah. to say that you have to pay to get your opinion heard, but it is a smaller communal space. Cause our DMS get pretty floody. So I, I would say like- email email in a free perspective, but Patreon is a great place to pop off and get, I feel like you can access it too. Maybe not without paying. Like you might be able to comment on something on there. I'm not sure for sure. I'm not that good. Yeah. Not a hundred, not a hundred. If you log on there and there's a space to reach us, feel free to use that too. Email or this, this was actually uh, the right place to do it. Just not always timely, but it does happen. It does happen where we'll get to your review. And I mean, I would love to do an episode all about Lindsay Lohan's chart. Big, I'm especially with her renaissance. I know I was like, she's... with this Lifetime movie or not Lifetime, Netflix rom com, whatever. She's the world she's sort of it. I'm curious where the Mykonos Beach Club falls in her chart. Oh, she is his first house son. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll okay. save it for the pod. Heard noted, Lola. Taurus Moon. I don't know why I didn't. Okay, this cap. Okay, I'm already looking. Mm-hmm. All right, allegedly not Lindsay Lohan. We'll do an episode. <laughs> 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 the astrology of uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, you know what? Actually, and that's her birthday's coming up. Okay. I know. Okay. Uh, I know. What a great idea. Uh, um, you're next. You're next. I'll. I'll. I, let me take it from here. <laughs> The next review is from GF Soccer 23. Wow. I love that as a username. Very throwback aim. Kind of obsessed. I started listening to WYS in 2020 and quickly became obsessed. There were definitely days when I would binge listen while cleaning my apartment. And WYS was easily my most listened to podcast on my 2020 Spotify wrapped. I was actually so influenced by this podcast and astrology that I decided to make the record I was working on into a concept album. Yes, here comes the self-promo plug. I'm an indie artist based in LA and I just released a 12 track record titled moon songs where each song represents a different sign. I'm no astrology expert, but I've definitely learned a lot from the WIS ladies. And with the help of a friend, I figured out to, I figured out the order of the songs that it goes from Aries to Pisces. You can find moon signs through my Instagram at Georgia Feroz. I'll spell that Georgia G E O R G I A F E R O C E Georgia Feroce Feroce. And I really would love to know what's your song. Oh, well, oh, also great oh. use of review. Like you both, yeah. these last two really did it correctly. A request and a plug. And in the five stars that frankly, that's what we're searching for. So uh, we'll check that out. Thanks for I can't wait. That, Georgia. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, so cool. Such a cool idea. I love that they go in order and I absolutely cannot wait to listen. Yeah, I want to, I want to, well, we'll be rocking out. Yes. Momentary after this episode. All right. Our next review comes from Michelle Balderston and it's titled longtime listener, first time reviewer. Hi y'all Scorpio sun, Sag moon, Leo rising here. Your podcast is amazing. I'll just come right out with it. The football, the goal football goal hands emoji. Yeah, baby. A few years ago, I was really interested in getting into the world of astrology and your podcast was the first I came across. I absolutely gravitated towards it because you make it, you make seemingly complex and difficult content so fun and accessible. 
The astrological community can seem pretty daunting and exclusive at times, but you seriously welcome your listeners with open arms. I think I binged well over a year of content in a few days since beginning my astrological journey. I've st- I've since started an astrological and that's the end of the oh, no, I think I, I got I, cut I, off. I hope that whatever you started, you update us on so that we can check it out. Um, I'm assuming it's some kind of, you know, blogger or podcaster account or something. Maybe it's like a journaling thing. Um, let us know, Michelle, if you do hear this review. Also, th- thank you for all of your kind words. I'm sorry that you listened to a year of us growing and learning so quickly. That must have been very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was gonna be like our voices on repeat loop sounds frightening, but thank you for enjoying. For I enjoying just feel that. like personally, I've like changed my opinion oh, yeah. so many times where it could be like in a couple hours, you, I could go from one extreme to the other. So thanks for sticking with us. Yes, yes. Thanks thank for you. All these great reviews, guys. You did a you did a great job. Thank you so, so, so much for these reviews. Again, um, if you have already left one, thank you. We appreciate it endlessly. Like we said, it helps people find us. It helps us rank on uh, the charts. And also, it just makes us feel good. We love it. If you haven't left us a five-star review, consider leaving one. We would love to read it. Whatever you have to say, as long as it's not super rude, ableist, any ist really. Um, but it's five stars. You can really say what you want, you know, uh, just make it five stars and we'll, we'll pay attention. Uh, thank you so, so much. Please enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Herbie fully loaded of this podcast. Yes. Beep, beep. Who's got the keys to the Jeep? Honk, honk if you're Herbie. (laughs) I don't think if I've seen Herbie. I don't think I've seen Herbie either. Now I need to see the, I can't believe I don't have the filmography. The IMDb. I have not seen, I have not seen Herbie. I have also not seen, which I want to, um, have, have you guys seen the canyons? No, I have. I, yes, I have. It's well, actually funny, fun fact. I don't know if you remember a little podcast from yesteryear, the Shaitirian collection or heard of you very bad movies uh, or, you know, a range of movies, but that's actually a lost episode. It was truly like March, 2020, we watched the canyons and then COVID happened. And then we just, it's recorded somewhere. And it was like, we just never put it out in Shaitarian sort of just had its natural, like, you know, but then we did some astrology. So we had a different project to do, but yeah, no, the canyons was like the last movie I watched right before 
COVID struck and it might have started um, the the US. Yeah, the US flare up. It's really bad. Yeah. Like I love bad, but it's a it sort of leans a tad unwatchable, but it'd be a really it's kind of the room esque. I think you can make it a drinking game or I don't know. You you would have to have some fun with you have to not sit down and watch it in a serious capacity. I've just heard so much about it because um, I Problematic King, Brett Easton Ellis had a podcast that I listened to for years. And um, oh, I thought you were about to say, say Problematic King, King James Dean. <laughs> I mean, also, also yeah. James Dean. I mean, there's so the men, the amount of problematic men involved in this project is truly unfathomable. Um, so it's it not makes more sense now for the movie. Yes, also. <laughs> it's not surprising that it was such an abysmal failure. But I think just like knowing so much, like I'm just excited. I just want to see it to know what everyone's talking about. Um, but I think other than that, I've seen probably every other Lindsay Lohan movie. I it haven't is, seen a lot of them. I was surprised. It is soft core, por- soft medium core pornography is the canyons. I will say it's, well, it's, it looks like leans- it has a porn star in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it has, you know, porn star guy, but also for, for Lindsay, it's just, you know, and no, no, no slut shaming here. It's just no. a lot. It's mainly fucking. Well, there's an interesting thing, and this has definitely been on my mind because I've been listening to another podcast that's one of my favorites that have been doing a series on this. Um, you must remember this. It's been doing a series called Erotic 80s, and then there will be a follow-up Erotic 90s, but it's a lot about sex and cinema. And um, I, it's a thing that I think about and go back and forth about, and I think is apt to our discussion of today's, of Lindsay Lohan, um, because there is this thing of like, to make it real, realistic. That's like the ultimate, the ultimate uh, aim of art is to make it as real as possible. And it's like, I don't know if that's true for sex necessarily in art, because I think that it's like, no, it's not. It's like, it isn't the point sure to isn't. be like, there's say- no, also, it, I just watched something on this and now I can't remember what it was where they're like, no, you go in another room. You like go yeah. do it privately. It's not like, I don't know. It's not like something where um, we're detailing the next day who called and our woke us up and are under the covers or whatever. It's not like that. Yeah. I think it's like also the, I don't know, to me, isn't art and stuff already about sex or is it it's already about like it's not the it's not you're not making a documentary if you're making pornography that is a different thing and I don't mean to say that there shouldn't be any sex in films because obviously it's not I don't it's a it's a weird thing but I think that there is just this thing about like it's there is a conflation of things being better because it's like more real and it's from this series, what you find out is that it's mostly just led to people being mostly sexually assaulted on camera. And (laughs) instead of it being like heightening our awareness and appreciation or elevating it to an artistic level, which I do think that there are absolutely films that do that and that showcase sex in a way that's really beautiful and really poignant and, and, uh, gives people a glimpse into kinds of sex that they wouldn't normally seen. But I think a lot of these times when people do it, it's just men trying to be like, oh, look how fucking edgy I am. And it's like, then you should fuck on camera. How about that? Like, if you think it's so edgy, do it. Like, let's see you do it, please. I just think like if you took a still photograph of like 
every guy's bedroom that I've like been in not any one of them would look similar to like any room in a movie (laughs) like it just wouldn't they're filthy they're like not and even movie filthy is like still not gonna cut it like there's just a level of makeup level the like level of sweat or you know a amount of being under the covers or whatever where it's like no it's not it's completely it's completely like falsified in my opinion I have too many full length mirrors now in my new apartment so I cannot not see myself from every angle now having sex and I'm like wow a lot of this is some of this looks good and some of this looks very uh I was gonna say basic it's just like yeah that's just too things rubbing against each other yeah, and there's, nothing, there's nothing surrounds. very pretty about that yeah, and there's <laughs> nothing like athletic going on half the time no you know? it's like probably whatever the opposite of that well, no i don't know i mean there is it takes a lot of you know strength in different areas and whatever no but i like no i'm looking not, in the mirror being like wow my core is weak i need to <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a, a tightly toned calf muscle like pointed toe yeah like, oh no know. there's no no but now i'm like oh if this was being recorded i would be flexing in a lot of different places yeah a lot more but check out the, we should let's watch the canyons i'm down yeah. to to throw I it i want to see i do think that that's like the I don't know. There, I'm thinking about this. I looked up Lindsay's chart actually before we did this, not not in prep, but randomly because I was looking at there's a feature on I believe it's astro.com where you can just filter all of the celebrities. I know that's on astro-charts too, but there's ones I think it's there's a, a little bit more detail levels that you can do on astro.com of of placements and the number of celebrities with Gemini risings is I know we don't have a ton of rising information and it's often inaccurate, but something about that was like sticking to me where I'm like, I wonder who else is Gemini rising? Because I do think that, that we find these, um, performers who are like seen one way and really can play another thing, but we kind of, as a society don't like when people are multiple things, if that makes sense, even when they are actors and it's their job and it's, that's actually what we want them to do is kind of like become someone else. I think just thinking about the context of celebrity culture, what's art and what is, what is it, who is an actor? What is an actor? What is their actual, like, not what's their actual job. I don't mean it that way, but just how we, how we view people when they do go, I'm going to show you this opposite side of me. And I think a lot of times our reaction is kind of bad (laughs) to people, Mm -hmm. not, not in the, not in their fault, but I mean, I was just thinking about that as the Gemini rising and who, the kinds of people that provoke those responses. I think with her, I, if you don't know, this episode is about Lindsay Lohan and it was a requested, um, episode from a listener. So thank you. And you can request in our review by giving us five stars and writing in the reviews like this listener did. They got an episode all about LL. So that's how it works here, folks. Mm -hmm. It worked out well timing because it happens to be um, cancer season and and when we finally got to the review, so it actually worked out. <laughs> but um, with her, I think, you know, we've talked a lot on this podcast about Gemini being the mirror and kind of showing you the flip side of things. And I think she's definitely gotten the brunt of that as far as like paparazzi and, and public opinion goes, you know, coming um, into the spotlight as a young person and as a a child um and growing up and having to like 
dissect, I guess, those ugly parts of teenagerdom and early 20sdom that most of us get to kind of put in our past and ignore. I think that is very like Gemini rising. It's it's um, people seeing that side of you that we not necessarily like hide. It's something that I think if brought up in a party, we could all probably say like, oh man, when I was a teenager, I did blah, 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 blah. So crazy. And everyone would kind of laugh and get it. But um, having that more kind of public view on it, I think makes it that mirror thing where you're like, oh, this is actually, you know, we're actually being shown this thing. And it, it is something that we've all kind of experienced or all will. Um, and I don't know. I do think she's been kind I mean, we all know she's been like completely railed by the um, paparazzi oh, and the absolutely public. I do. I do have a rising sign asterisk here because there is one source that I found that pegs her as an Aquarius rising and that her Gemini rising. That's the one you'll find the most on most websites will have Gemini rising the sources because he will typically say how solid is the source. They all do say unverified Four. fairly weak. <laughs> Is it um, AM PM? Do you know? Is there a way to I don't tell? Or would that be opposite? A, well, let me let me check I here. I, I mean, I think if would if, that be opposite? No, this is just a different. This is just a different time. Totally different. Okay. So, because this is only a star sign style was the only one I saw with Aquarius rising. They have a nine fifty PM. Everywhere else I have has this kind of four AM Gemini rising, but I don't know if they're all using the same four AM source. So not to throw a, a, a wrench in there, but because it was the first thing I looked at was an Aquarius rising one. I was like, oh, interesting, because that puts a lot of stuff in her, like her Leo stuff that, in the though. seventh house, too. And then having this kind of Scorpio midheaven, but then also the gem. It's all air, too. So it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I feel like body entertain. swap, which I feel like Freaky, Freaky Friday is one of the things she's most known for. But I feel like body totally. swap is very Aquarian. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I could I could see both, and even when I see the how how it pl- lays out in her chart for for either one, I could I could totally see. So uh, for continue continuity continuity, I'll will stick with Gemini rising. But if anyone has Just Lindsay's birth time there. or can you know hook get us connected to her, we will happily chat with her about her chart or talk to Dina Dina Lowen. Also, yeah, I think it's low end versus low hand. I don't know. She's again, Lindsay goes with the flow, even though she's a very fixed, a very fixed cardinal queen. And her, yeah, I'm just thinking even too of like being known as a child star, but then also being known for your parents being quite in the spotlight themselves mm-hmm. for their various well, things. And then, and even like there's so many like articles about, you know, the astrology of Lindsay Lohan and this and America's favorite mean girl. And I was like, I don't know, like reflecting back on her legacy and characters, she was not really the mean girl. She was yeah, always the, the very like, it was just the name of the movie. She's not Regina George. She's Katie Heron. And she, Lindsay Lohan is the freckled ginger girl next door. But it's interesting as a classic trope that we see with Britney Spears and other people who were presented to us as the virgins, right? To get into the sort of sex history of these starlets. Once she became a woman who decided she wants to smoke cigarettes, we all went, fuck you, basically. <laughs> like, and we're like, no, you cannot. You must stay an, an eternal child. And when you become an adult with sexual agency, and not that she's ever really, besides the canyons, which was was very shocking, she always stayed in very pop saccharine sort of roles. Um, 
I, I'm curious why maybe, but that was also just a generational thing of like, we, and we still, it's not even generational. Our country hates women. <laughs> so that's just like, you suck. We are going to just tear you down, even though she just, all she did was give us so much. Well, I think that's the, that's what I like about this Gemini rising. Again, I know it's, I know it's poor, but I think Lisa, like you said, the mirror, and it's that like, you know, what do you think happens when you have, when people have like countdown clocks about you turning 18 and you find out Uh, the whole country is talking about how hot you are, how much everybody wants to fuck you. And then you're not allowed to utilize that path. Like then you step into that and you get punished for it. It's so fucked. And it's also this like Scorpio in the fifth to me also speaks to child star and parental things of that kind of role reversal, this Saturn in the sixth of having to be kind of a grown up early, but also this, this sexual power that is to a certain extent, a bit of your own, I mean, undoing, like not, not by your own fault by any means, not in any kind of shaming way, but in that way where it's like, yeah, people don't like when you have control of your own power and that like son in the first, all of that just kind of being like, she's this person that I think has always been kind of um, like, I don't know. I think that even that of being like a girl next door, but also being kind of brassy and, and knowing that it's like at night, not at work. I know it did seep into her work a little bit at, at certain points when she was doing that other, uh, um, what's, what's that like? N- not no place like home, but anyways. I, I yeah. mean, she definitely has had her scandal too. I don't mean to, yes, you know, show a, a vision of her. That's like, there's this, this pristine young whatever like she definitely I think stole stuff she's had like racially problematic behavior um I think she I had mean, mug shots on mug shots. problems yeah mm-hmm. so it's not like she just um you know was a sweet saccharine queen though she did por- portray that a lot and again I think it's the, the two sides of a coin and and all that kind of stuff also you know a lot of that impacted on her from society and probably not necessarily from like you know her her personality um but I do think it's interesting that she has um the north node in Aries because I was like when I was thinking about what I thought her chart would be like I was thinking she'd have a lot more like stuff in the 12th house or eighth house or Scorpio like more like of that uh problematic headshotty drinky druggy like kleptomania placements like typical ones I guess I should say because we can all obviously uh have all things but I thought the north node would for sure be in a water sign so I was I was surprised to see that it's an Aries um still impulsive you know still those things learning how to take care of yourself and all of those things I think you're right. You would think that. I do think that we've got that Jupiter Pisces and not to say that that is always substance abuse, but I do think, you know, it can be, it can definitely be an overdoing of. It's a of, good time girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of disassociating, whatever that is. But I also think that it's this, if we are to believe this Gemini rising chart, I think this moon Pluto opposition in the fifth and the 11th, I think she also is very much a product of whoever she's hanging out with and is also that thing of like, not, not to say, I don't know. She seems at one point very like wildly ambitious and talented and focused on her own stuff and was kind of her own 
when she first started out, at least it was, I know we're always pitting women against each other and all of this, but she did, she was kind of like a singular star. And then I think when we get into her party girl, they do era of like, you know, nightlife paparazzi, we're hanging with a, an older, faster crowd. And I get not to, it, it's so hard because it's like, I don't want to, the paparazzi's fucked. The media is fucked in terms of how they would describe people and everything. And I don't think that anything that was done was out of the realm of normal teenage, you know, behavior, except amplified because of money and status. Um, at the same time, I do think just like having that, like, I don't know, it, it just, it feels like, uh, influence easily influenced. And I think that that Jupiter and Pisces is like that too. It's kind of that, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, once the snowball is rolling, it's easy for this to pick up speed and keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and, um, kind of like letting, I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's a cancer sun, Taurus moon, you know, she's got this sextile sun moon action. She's, I feel like her chart makes sense of why she's so likable, you know, even when she was maybe at her hot mess peak, I never felt like anyone was ever like, well, she's, and she's this, she's a bitch to people or this. I don't know if you guys watched her Oprah special back in the day when they were really trying to like, Oprah was trying to reach out to Lindsay to save her. It was a very weird special. I feel like there was a lot of specials at that time. Same with when we look back at that interview with Brittany, with what's her face, Diane, uh, one of the 20 Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. And it's very like, there was so many men doing all this same stuff, but the women are being crucified at the stake and none of them should be drunk driving. I don't know what, I don't know why all these rich people just didn't have drivers, but also it's the very LA Ledoux Hollywood scene of the early aughts that it was just its own wild playground. So who knows, but she does have such a likability, I think with this son in the first house and then the moon in the 11th is, can very much be along for other people's rides, even though it's a Taurus moon and like, wants to have those pleasure things. I think that can be the 11th house struggle of, you know, being that leader of your friends, but and also, or sometimes succumbing to the friend group too. But I, I think the planet that really stuck out to me that I was surprised, but then revealed for Lindsay is this cap Mars retrograde. I think that that's such an interesting thing for her just of like authority and she has this, like, I'm just like, where's the raspy voice in this chart? You know, I'm like, where, like just her vibe, like the, the whole vibe of Lindsay and, and seeing this. And I like her Leo placements too with Mercury and Venus, but I love this cat Mars. Cause I think she is really was such a boss and really such an influencer of power. But when we have that Mars retrograde, I'm surprised she didn't pop off more in retrospect. Like she was dragged to the mud you know, has done her things, was both the darling, the starlet and like the devil of whatever. But she never really told anyone to like fuck off or I don't really remember her having like paparazzi, like I'm going to throw shit or be, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she always had this sort of containedness to her, even when she was being absolutely exposed. So I don't know. I thought that and even with her, like her dad and like authority figures, I thought that was like an interesting placement in this sort of uh whole whole thing of her chart 
That makes me think of, didn't she, now I can't remember exactly what late night host it was, but wasn't there something where she went on, maybe this is another Hollywood I'm remembering something. I keep thinking to look up Billy Ray Cyrus too. So I'm like, I am mixing starlets. So maybe I'm wrong, but she, they asked her something about rehab or something. Yeah. And she was like, I thought you invited me on your show to like promote my thing or whatever. She like, it was David down. Letterman. Oh, I'm okay. looking it up right now. And he made her cry cancer. Yeah, I, I mean, I yes. remember this. And so I do think that is still that, I mean, especially David Letterman, like what a father figure, like as far as entertainment industry stuff goes for so many people, because he's older and, and has been doing this for a long time and always seemed quote unquote cool or whatever. Um, what a person to tell to like grill you on your you know the thing you did not want to talk about the reason you did not come on late night oh and she's yeah I'm looking at the transcript I remember when that was resurfacing on Twitter because it is just when he said aren't you supposed to be in rehab which is also just like a horrible thing to say to any our our compassion for addiction is so different than it was even in this is just 2013 and she's just I remember she was really funny in it too and then finally she just said we didn't discuss any of this and the pre like I'm why are you Mm -hmm. here to make fun of me and it oh yeah I think this came out with the free Britney stuff it was um yeah Mm -hmm. being cycled again yeah the whole bimbo summit crew is you know all having their their sort of greatly earned redemption redemption story so yeah there is like a very tender crab here as a cancer girl and I do I I think Lindsay is a great example too of I think cancers are the biggest party animals of the zodiac I do I think they get an underrated rep for how much they can party I know everyone's like no they stay home and they do this yeah, that is true too mm-hmm. So, but, but if they want to go out, they are really, they're like, well, if I'm out, if mama's out the house, mama's out the house. So I'm making a big decision here to, to do that thing. So just leans into my cancers are the biggest party girls of the Zodiac. I think cancers are the ones that say, oh no, I stay home all the time. I never go out. We're like, you're out all the time. What are you talking about? (laughs) If I tell you I'm a homebody, it must be true. Yeah. Yeah. In phases too. I mean, she opened a whole Mykonos Beach Club and like she bought a place to, a whole business department. Did anyone watch the Mykonos Beach Club on MTV? No, no, it wasn't that good. But if you're into the I'm like a bit I love Lindsay Lohan. I think she's just only giving us gifts in cinema. Freaky Friday fucking rocks my socks. Obviously, Parent Trap, Mean Girl. Like there's just she's given us a lot. But Mykonos Beach Club is just there's a lot of good Twitter reaction memes from that of her just kind of like raving in these like glittery pantsuits things and just kind of like slow dancing. And I don't know. Then after Mykonos, she she went very I'd be curious the astrology of that. She went very international from Mykonos forward because then she wasn't she living in like Russia or like or Dubai. Like I feel like she was, she was not in the yeah. US. No, for she quite was in some the Middle time. East. Yeah. That was another problematic thing she had. She did oh, some, try to steal some kids or something. Yeah. I remember that. And I think a Syrian woman yeah, yeah. Like, punched her in the face. Yeah, it, was like... sure it was like on Facebook Live or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that video. A hysterical controversy to happen. Oh Lord. a horrible incident, but hysterical controversy. I, I also I, to add to your party girl thing, I wonder if like since cancer is the moon 
it's like even less of party person but it's like this kind of nightlife vibe mm-hmm. where it's like they can really kind of come into their own in those situations and feel really fun and be really like um because it's like the moon right like they shine so brightly at night maybe maybe like it's a time when they're more uh like a focal point of attention or like it's I just I, I'm thinking of people I've hung out with like cancers where I'm like oh it was such a great night with them like yeah I don't know it seems very not that they can't be daytime too just I don't know it seems mm-hmm. very that no that makes yeah. sense well and I think it's hard because I think that a lot of these things are like a you know liking being in the spotlight, being the center of attention, even if it's controversial, it's still like the, you know, no press is bad press sort of thing, but just the way that it's been super weaponized against um, not just Lilo, but, you know, all all of the, I mean, (laughs) everyone. Uh, But I, yeah, I know, I think that totally fits of the night, nightlife and that like, I guess I'm just stuck on this Gemini rising to of it just being like a different side of show being able to show a different side an edgier side an older side and thinking about how you would also I think want coming from being a kind of wholesome Disney child star and wanting to break out of that kind of thinking that one of the ways that you could do that if people aren't taking you seriously in meetings if you're not getting the um you know I don't know. I can't say that this is like what happened, but I know that it's hard to change public opinion and perception. And one of the ways that you would be able to do that is through these kind of covert ways of being photographed all the time, smoking, getting arrested, partying, doing these things where it's like, yeah, I'm not the, if you aren't going to show me in this way, I'm going to show me in this way. So you can know that I'm an adult to be taken serious with seriously. And I think that Mm -hmm. it creates an interesting, like, Cause I'm looking at this Chiron in the 12th in Gemini too. And I think of that, like, um, difficulty, maybe speaking for yourself in a way, even though we have this Mercury and Leo, I like, I just think that it's hard, like having, I don't know, sec- not second guessing yourself, but that like saying something and then wanting to kind of like drive that point home, but maybe in a way that isn't as, uh, like in your control of how the message was received in the same way, because it's coming from this 12th of like, well, I'm going to show, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to show them, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip the script. Um, and it being like, Ooh, that's not necessarily the way. And that Capricorn Mars retrograde, I think too, of like having probably incredible, like inward self-discipline, but not necessarily having that come out in these ways, because we're doing them maybe more I don't know, cancer sideways crabby. Mm-hmm. And she has the black moon Lilith in the 12th in Gemini too, which I think it's, I am was thinking just since she was so known for the twins, having that be that 12th house thing too. It's just very, that, that secret enemy sort of thing. Like that thing that catapults you and everyone loves you for is also that thing everyone's going to remember you for and you can't break from, you know, being anything other when, she is a varied person with feeling, obviously with feelings. Um, I also just, I'm looking at her Instagram right now and she started a, it's not relative. That's not too new. It looks like it started a few months ago, but she started a new podcast called the lowdown. I would, Hmm. we need to get on that. Just saying, I think we can also just looking at, you know, what's been been happening so far. (laughs) I think we can. I didn't think of that until you just said it, but the twins and Gemini being rising too with 
the parent trap Mm -hmm. and like literally playing two twins and probably going through a thing like as a young child star of people being like which twin do you feel like today and all those kind of questions she probably got a lot in press and stuff that's interesting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she was so good i i watched the parent trap probably every other year as a comfort film also um what's the mom's name natasha richardson richardson amazing did you see that sweet tweet from her son that was like that was exactly how she was as a mother in that movie and i watch it to be comforted because that's truly how she acted and i was like okay make a (laughs) we all collectively sob and hearts break even further but watching it again it's like oh she's a great actor Mm -hmm. in this like playing twins is not easy and then even watching mean girls which is a classic. It's like, oh, she she's fucking good. And I don't know. I, there's something it's it's interesting, too, with her Venus squaring off with her moon, because while she was always a starlet and gorgeous and an A-lister, God, like people were ruthlessly cruel about I remember like fire crotch, not to repeat, that was like a big thing of like people making fun of her. Like she's always just had been this easy target for people and I think that that can be a little cancery too where it's like oh well you can take the joke because your your life is a mess or you're you're part of this or whatever and I think I don't know I'm just looking at like how much Mm -hmm. is there that could have be encouraged to fight back but there is so much that is emotional and receptive and and also I know she's very spiritual too I love like what do we think about this Pisces I know she's got this Pisces Uber but just about this Pisces midheaven in terms of a career sort of space for her well I'm, I I immediately go to the Virgo I see which is all of that memorizing lines and all of the like imagine all the things you have to do as a child star that you aren't that aren't like that are your normal routine but aren't like what you and I would call a normal routine, you know, having to get your teeth whitened or do things like that at a young age. Um, and also probably like really having to abide by like bedtimes and things like that as a young kid. Um, I think that for sure speaks to it. I also think, um, TV and film, obviously Pisces, you know, it's, um, anything that's like kind of through a screen. And I think also maybe Lindsay is maybe like unknowable in some ways where I'm not sure we ever know which version of her is her and maybe she doesn't either but it's like there's probably something deep inside that that we don't get to see I think with that um Pisces Midheaven just because it is kind of your own projection and your own madness that you get to see when watching somebody portray somebody else or or act or do film and art yeah it also makes me think about um, kind of like thriving in old age too, or something of having some, um, you know, reincarnations available to her, both like career-wise, but also just kind of being, forgive me the term old soul, but that sort of like, I don't know that I think that we're going to see an interesting I'm glad that she has a podcast. I'm glad that we're kind of seeing a re-emergence of her into the culture when it's proven itself to be not politically more friendly, but we are re- we are revisionist historying a lot of the treatment of uh, young women of her era. And I think that 
uh, we talked about this when we were talking about Rihanna and I'm sure this came up before where I'm like, I'm very excited for this next wave of kind of celebrity memoirs and um, tell alls of their own experience to find out things that we couldn't even know have been happening with them or just hearing their own experience. Um, but I think that that like, yeah, I don't know. There's something to me that says like uh, an, an older age uh, resurgence. It's interesting you say that because at least from Astro Themes website, they have the different breakdowns of dominant planets and house and house uh, accentuations, which, you know, I remember this from astrology school and it still semi escapes me. So like if you're sitting here pulling out your hair being like, no, you're wrong. It's like, I know I'm wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know that you, you can have different chart weight. Like you might not have a ton of planets in Pisces, but if you're a chart rulers in Pisces, that's going to give you a more dominant Pisces chart, even if it's just one planet. So anyways, I thought it was interesting that she's mostly dominated by, uh, by Neptune and then also by secedent houses, which we're going to record an episode on this, uh, later. And that'll be coming out probably next week. And it said the little snippet from Astro theme talked about what you said, basically, Julia, of, of, of the self-confidence and self-assertion that might come with time and might come with time and patience of waiting for those sort of rewards. Cause these are the reward houses. So you might be mm. putting out all this awesome fucking work and you're still not getting really the proper recognition and rewards for what you've been doing, which could come not with time. doing it yourself. I mm -hmm. mean, being a child star is yes. a lot of mm -hmm. having other people do stuff for you. Yeah. And not being able to speak up and say, this is how I want to be. Yes, exactly. No, I was going to say being utterly failed by adults in all of these things too, I think is like a classic child star story, but we see this with her parents, their relationship, like her work being overshadowed by their ineptitude, the, the paparazzi, the media coverage, not going like, oh, this is a young person that we should speak of them accordingly. I know they are rich and famous, but that doesn't mean that they aren't still a young person figuring themselves out. And we can take the like, not moral authority, but the age authority to go like, oh, well, this person, we can't hold them to this. We should be, be kind to them and guide them through these things instead of reaching out and going like, what's wrong? Why are you acting like this going, Hey, you're young. Like, I, I look forward to you figuring these things out and I'm sorry you have to do it so publicly, but it is going to be through, you know, and I think that like Saturn and Sag, that Aries North node too, is about developing your own personal compasses and experience-based um, structure. So you can know and trust yourself and go out and assert yourself in a way where you don't need the same kind of public acclaim or accolades or reassurance that groups and adults like you because you are an adult now. I also have a theory mm -hmm. about Saturn and Sag being a like get away with it generation. And I know this isn't it doesn't necessarily mean you're clean of conscious or that you've gotten away with stuff in your life because we all have different placements and stuff and it is generational. But it's that that last um, Saturn generation, at least for right now, that where they probably didn't have like bones where their parents were tracking them or calling them all the time and you could kind of even I'm I'm um Capricorn and even I like still had a high school life where I could go to a friend's house and you know not really be 
known exactly where I was, but I think maybe this generation being a little bit older would be the ones that maybe live that out a little bit longer. Um, and so, and I do think this like uh, Starlet, Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian, Lindsay Lohan, the, these women that used to go hop in a limo and go down to West Hollywood or go down Santa Monica Boulevard and, and you know, do some debauchery definitely were uh, like getting away with, you know, going to parties underage and doing stuff. And I think that that's an interesting kind of um, social touchstone that she definitely represents. Mm-hmm. I think there's something too, and I was thinking about this with Sagittarius energy because I think it is so um, idealistic in the sense that often it is representative of an ideal as opposed to a full formed like person or whatever it's it is symbolic in a lot of these things and I think that it's like yeah Lindsay Lohan got to live the like young with with the exception obviously of media coverage and everyone having opinions about your crotch and whatnot there is a lot of it that's like oh that was like a dream adolescent like she was doing a lot of things that a bunch of people wanted to do and it would absolutely do if they could and I think there's the thing that makes that like uh makes the person doing them like I like this getting away with it generation too um but it makes also just like makes people even more angry because it's like it is she is showcasing what is available when you do have power and status and wealth. And uh, even though it's like, you're not in control of it, it's just a product of like the system. It's still, I think, I don't know, makes people like even more angry. I don't know if that's necessarily related, but just thinking of that, like Saturn and Sag of having it be like, well, aren't, isn't that also like what her job is, is to like do these kinds of I don't know, outrageous uh, fantasy sort of things. That's performing, that's acting, that's all of those. It, and it requires the kind of discipline and sacrifice that you were talking about, Lisa, about being a child star and doing these things about like getting up early and doing all of these things. But at the same time, like, don't we want them to be kind of debaucherous and wild and doing things that we can't? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that this whole new deal for her with like, Christmas and rom-com movies was like her first movie since the canyons. Like I didn't realize it was, I thought she maybe had done some little things here and there, but, and it's probably, that must've tied out exactly with her Jupiter return. Just saying, which Mm -hmm. is, and all that like Saturn stuff. Wild. Also, this is just a fun aside of my Lindsay Lohan love. But when I adopted my cat, Rosie, they were like, she's born in the summer of 2012. And then I used my pendulum to pick a birthday. And I also just wanted her to have Lindsay Lohan's birthday. So we landed on July 2nd. So she has the same birthday as Aww, Lindsay Lohan. So that. she's my she's my little party girl cat. She, and also she also this, has great iconic hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. That cat like Leo uh, features. I met Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I met her, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and this is an aside. And if you're a real Lindsay fan, you're probably going to hate me for saying this. But the only season of Family Rehab on VH1 I ever watched was the one with Dina and Michael Lowen together, because also Bam Margera was on with his mom, April. And I think New York for my love, New York was on with her mom. It was just a season where I normally don't watch any of the rehab celebrity family or otherwise. But I was like, the Lohans are that despo. They're getting together for family rehab. I got to watch this. And you you'll 
you'll side with Lindsay throughout all of that watching that. You're just like, wow. And I, I believe Lindsay still has a relationship with her mom. I know she does not with her dad. They are, uh, you can't even believe they're real people is what I just will say about that season of family rehab. I can't remember. It must've been on like 2015 or 16 or something like that. So if you're like, no, don't support the low end parents. Why are you saying this TV? I'm sorry. I'm just nosy and I have Gemini placements and I'm just had to see what Lindsay's parents were up to because they hate each other. I could not believe that they were on the same show together. Anywho, that's oh. my, that's God, my money, plug. Money. Yeah, <laughs> money, but also mm-hmm. just then thinking about how much that would like drive you nuts to see that the child that you created together is so like beloved and successful and doing these things like and how you would then take that out on them on each other and all then these weird things of like taking credit for who's who's this and wanting the like oh god it's just so it's so messy and I'm so sorry that uh she had to go through that shall we play a game or does anyone have final takes Ooh, final takes. Um, you know, I'm happy Lindsay is alive and well. I think she had some highs and low ends. And we, <laughs> <laughs> if that's not on a t-shirt, uh, I was usually I'm like, do it somebody. I'm like, actually, maybe we should do that. Um, so don't. And I really, I think she has so many slumber party classics. I think she's like one of those actors you could just, hit up the whole filmography minus the canyons and, and and just have a good time. And I'm really glad we could, it's made me think about these placements in a different way too. I think, especially when we get to see a celebrity very on display and like what you said, Lisa, like I expected some more like Scorpio stuff or like these sorts of things and seeing how, you know, being like mysterious and sexualized isn't always a Scorpio thing, right? That can be the right elements of Leo and Pisces. Like, I don't know. So I've just big fan of your work, Miss Lohan. Come on the, welcome on the pod anytime. Tell us how you get that exact shade of red. Oh my goodness. I mean, inquiring minds. I, yeah, I agree. And I think that this is a very scrappy chart. And I think that, um, you know, my, I hope we can welcome Lilo back into like the culture and those things, because I think that um, cancer energy is very defensive. And I think that we really did like, not, I don't want to say set her up or whatever, but I think she's probably felt abandoned by, by people that did not set her up well for uh, like success and love. And while problematic, I don't think she's beyond uh, hope or, or, uh, like you said, she has classics and work that's, that's touched us in a lot of ways. And I hope that she can make it back and, and feel, uh, like, I don't know, retribution or whatever, whatever that is, whatever it is that she is, is looking for. I hope she can get it. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of this kind of, um, more music from her. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, can't even Pisces believe we didn't talk about rumors. Um, <laughs> but I want to see more of her like talk show host or being herself. I mm-hmm. I Ooh, and that yes. doesn't necessarily have to be like her, you know, end all be all or career, but just something where we get to actually see her talk and be her and and of course still act and do stuff too. That's my mm-hmm. hope. Maybe that's, that's a-, a little bit more of the Cap Mars kind yeah. of like 
I like so. the sun first house of it. Yeah. Who are you? In your own words, Lila. Well, I think maybe that speaks to this like later in age kind of comeback thing where it's like, I want, I want her to have a comeback so she can share with us how she got to this place and what she learned and how she's growing and what she's doing next. And I think that that fits well in line with this hear from her from straight from the horse's mouth. Mm -hmm. She's tired of rumors starting. She's sick of being followed. Mm-hmm. Still a great song. That song. Actually, someone brought me on stage to it recently, and I was like, <gasps> "This is a banger," and I'm so grateful. I Ooh. love rumors. Um, I do think it's like one of the few successful, definitely of that era where it was like a lot of people, a lot of actresses putting out songs, and that was like, "Nah, this rips." Mm-hmm. Same I liked with them all. I like "Stars Are Blind." That's true. That's true. Well, "Stars Are Blind" has been is like people play that at their weddings now. Like it's it's back. Well, she and, did. It's, <laughs> it's back in the atmosphere but rumors by Lindsay Lohan if you haven't listened to it let's get those streams up folks uh we can play a little game okay. it's a classic we've done it before we'll do it again just a little merry fuck kill to take us out on Lilo um now that I've written these down I'm like these are child characters so let's just pretend you're a child if, if, this is a podcast we're having fun merry fuck kill Hallie Parker Annie Parker, the twins from Parent Trap, and Katie Heron from Mean Girls. These are the, these are the caricatures, and we are also imagine yourself as a same age contemporary child. Okay, if we are, so don't cancel us. This is I feel like it's fun. yeah, it's not I mean, now. These also aren't real people. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was looking. I was like, well, so much of her career was under the age of. 18. So what can I, what can you do? Hallie Parker, Annie Parker, Katie Heron. I feel like you, I mean, I shouldn't put this on other people. I feel like I automatically go to fuck Katie Heron. You're oh. going to be the coolest kid in high school. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, then the Parker twins, it gets a little bit more difficult for me. That's where it gets <laughs> tough for me personally. <laughs> um, gosh, I, truly don't know okay okay go ahead i'm gonna are we the first podcast to ever marry fuck kill with the parker twins from parent so. probably i think, so. I think i'm gonna marry the british one well yeah. yeah is that annie or hallie that's annie annie okay well unfortunately i like the other name better but i i, I do i think i'm gonna marry the british one kill napa wine country Whoa. I okay. Wow. This is hard because now you're reminding me of their their respective homes. I they I all have great real estate to be honest because yeah, Katie Heron lives in like nice North Shore Chicagoland just to to give us some locales. Okay. I kind of think I might kill Katie. I mean, that's um, not a bad answer. I think only because, you know, she was annoying. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't really know who she is. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's high school for you, but I just, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to vibe. So I think I'm going to kill Katie. I think I'm going to fuck Hallie, marry Annie. um, And just because, you know, she's like, 
nice and fences and her mom designs wedding dresses too. I mean, I know she's both of their moms, but you know, I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a tension between the, you know, the, the mom that she's known and grown up with and, <laughs> and you know, this kid that she's just met, I know she loves them both equally, but you know, I just feel like she's going to be a little more, I don't know. We're going to get a cool wedding, get a lot of mm. favors called in a London chic posh oh, event. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go same on that. Katie, again, despite mean girls and her mean girls moments in the movie, she's too nice. Almost her cadence, her Katie Karen. I mean, she's perfect for the nice girl next door, but a little too innocent. I I can lose her. And I will also, this is purely real, real estate decisions, even though you're going to get a great deal out of either Parker's, but I don't know, Napa wine country though, with climate change. Anyways, I think I'll go with the Annie Parker's London digs. And I mean, that house in Napa is a fuck palace because her dad was fucking Meredith all over that place in yeah. the pools, horseback, bareback, wine, wine drunk. Oh, Dennis Quaid in them. I know. I was like, I, although that's, I'm like, maybe I do want to, maybe we I do want to marry and we're in a, we're in a, we're in a throuple with, with his own daughter. dad and daughter. Yeah, I should have probably made it the parents because Natasha Richard. I mean, and then Natasha Richardson. It's it's a it's. I'm a, glad we went this route. It's very us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stand. I stand family. by it. A, when you hear your family, it, the Parkers, it's a shared household. Let's just say they're but, not all actually related. Right. Exactly. That's the power what of cinema. Always say about like um, you know, that yes. how many takes on uh, sibling porn or whatever. They're not yes. actually related. Okay, still gross. Like, but still, my mind is there. <laughs> still gross. Still gross. Um, yeah. Well, cool. Lens. I mean, let's make this happen. I. Can you imagine the review if you've only listened to this episode and, all episodes <laughs> and you're just like, they just didn't talk about anything astrology related, just fucking the child characters from Parent Trap. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. We love you. Um, thank you for listening. Lindsay, if you're listening again, like come here, we'll come there, whatever, whatever it is, we would love to talk to you. Um, if anyone knows, has, yeah, a, has point, a contact at, I mean, at Camp Lindsay, let us in, get a, let us know. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to what's your sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast, on Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod, and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commissioned readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.